very good evening to you and welcome to Beyond Belief on Claire FM on this the 28th of June. And you're very welcome to join us, uh, the Beyond Belief team of Stephen Fletcher, Father Brendan Quinlevin, Brendan O'Brien, Joanne O'Brien and myself, Father Jerry Kenny, are with you for the next hour uh, to present some music, uh, some conversations and some interesting items. And uh, we begin, as always, with some music. And here is Aslan and Hold On. was the music of Aslan and Hold On. Well, you're tuned to Beyond Belief here on Claire FM on this Sunday evening. And uh, joining me now is Stephen Fletcher. Stephen, very welcome as always on this Sunday night for our conversation. It's good to be here, Jerry, and uh, you're welcome. Again, we're socially distancing, but we're actually in Kilrush again, so that's, that's right. nice. That's that, that's right. Well, just taking a look, I suppose, at where churches are in this uh, time and where we're moving to during this time. And I suppose, as we flagged last week, one of the major issues for all of us in uh, any of our church communities is at the beginning of trying to gather again in our churches and all that will entail for public worship. Yeah, yeah. And as we said last week, it's, it's going to be very difficult. Um, I, I was in touch with a, a parish that I'm involved with in England and they've decided that they're not going to open any of their churches at the moment. So they'll all, there's five in the group and they're all going to be closed. Um, I don't know the detail of why, but I just saw it announced tonight uh, that, um, you know, for the moment they're not ready to uh, to open their churches i i'm surprised and disappointed really because you know i think they should be open but i suppose they felt that the amount of work that was needed um they they just couldn't do it well i think it's, it's varying a lot in in our own church communities and parishes and that some parishes have decided to wait until the the next stage of the phase of opening and that would be around the July the 20th uh, to reopen their churches and I know some churches are keen and ready and will be opening their doors as in from tomorrow the 29th of June or at least from this weekend onwards and then others might be just using a space of uh, maybe one or two weeks in order to get ready. But I think what has been happening in the past week is that parishes have been very focused about what has to be done. And I know from my own experience, it, it does quite a lot. 
because it means that you have to put in a whole lot of protocols uh, to ensure, again, the safety of everybody that will be engaged in the service and those coming to attend. And it doesn't entail social distancing. It entails getting volunteers to steward. Uh, it entails uh, ensuring the churches are sanitised and will be able to keep sanitised after every gathering. And uh, quite a lot of, of, uh, of work to be involved. But I do know that there's great cooperation out there from, from parishes of uh, committees being set up to help and guide the parish in, in that task. Yeah. And it's also a financial commitment as well, isn't it? You know, I know churches traditionally don't like talking about money, but with the shutdown, there hasn't been the, the footfall, uh, to put it in commercial terms, and there hasn't been the money coming in. And now we're talking about uh, big expenditure on PPE and, and cleansing machines and cleansing um, facilities. And, uh, you know, it's going to cost a lot of money. And I think uh, the churches need to be uh, realistic about this and and to say that please um, we might need some help here yeah, I mean, it's, it's costing a few thousand because, you know, the the, the PPE, the sanitizers, the machines and that are needed for sanitizing and all of that, they don't come cheap no. now. And, and in fact, they're, they're quite difficult to source as well. Yes. And all of that is an added expenditure. And as you say, Stephen, there have been lean months as far as the, the baskets. And I don't think there ever will be baskets ever again in no, the church because no. you can't pass the, the basket no. <laughs> along for looking for a donation. So, you know, people have had to, uh, churches have had to put in other methods yeah. uh, and, uh, you know, whether it is collection boxes or that where people will be able to put in their donations. So a lot of things are going to change. And if actually this week our, our bishop is working, Bishop Fintan is working on, on a draft of a sort of a little, like a welcome message that would be available for uh, people to return when they return to church. And, um, you know, he does, he does mention that whole thing that uh, there are new arrangements and things may feel different and strange when, when people return to our mm. churches. You know, the the familiar seat that you always went into, <laughs> that may not be available because it might be part of the section of the church that is now closed off because of the need for social distancing. You know, there's going to be a whole different look to the church in which you were familiar with. And there'll be a different feel too to the way in which maybe the celebration takes place because Things like for us, the distribution of Holy Communion may have to take a different format. People for that will be either wearing a visor or a mask or maybe both, depending. And again, all of this is to ensure that wherever people are gathering, that the environment and everybody involved is safe. Mm. Yeah, and uh, again, I think we should stress that although I mentioned um, a group of parishes in England that wasn't going to open any of them, most of our groups of parishes in, in Ireland will be opening. Church of Ireland churches will have one church, at least, that does open. But not all of them will open. And uh, I'm sure that's the same situation that you have. It is, yeah. I know that some parishes are waiting, as I said, until the, the later time uh, in late July when they will open. Yes, and of course it was good we received some clarification on Thursday night that the numbers going into our churches on Monday wouldn't be limited to 50. We were going to be able to have whatever social distancing allowed in our churches, which means that in some of our larger churches and in our cathedrals, we could have more than 50. So that really is good news, I think, Jerry. 
in a big church like yours that can seat, as you said last week, uh, at 1,200 people, yeah. uh, you know, to, to cut it down to 50 when even with full social distances of two metres, you could get a lot more than that in, couldn't you? You can. We reckon that if the two metres is there, you're talking at max maybe 160 in yeah. that huge space. But the, the difficulty as well is like when you open that space now for worship, you have to sanitize everything. Mm. And no singing, Jim. No singing. <laughs> there won't be singing, well, apart from maybe the soloist or that. Uh, there won't be choirs with us for a long time, I oh. think. That's simply because when we sing, we project our voice and our breath goes further than the two meters. And therefore, we, we're dis encouraged from singing so we just have to listen i'm yeah. afraid now yeah. and uh, well uh, i think we'll have to make sure that we play some good hymns that people well, can sing along in the safety of their own homes own this home, evening well, that, that they can they can sing along to those that, at the same time that that would be good but you know all we can do is i suppose express our thanks to those that are involved in in this tremendous work and as i say it's, it is going to be a little different on the return and, oh, yeah, one of the other things is because the numberings are, are confined, really, and things like that, I think it's important that people, whatever services are on in your parish, that you allow different people to avail of them rather than, you know, if even if you were a daily mass or maybe just confine yourselves to going once every second week if it means that somebody else can get the opportunity to be yeah. party the next yeah. day rather than you know we, we have to have that spirit of generosity I yeah. think yeah and also the what we're looking at is perhaps having staggered services whereas we might have had one uh, service on a Sunday perhaps we'll have two or three um, services you know 8.30 10.30 and, and 12.30 or something like that um, so that you can then accommodate people but it's it's not going to be the same no it's not going to be the same no and i think as we said a few weeks ago the online will continue and be a very strong presence for connecting with people yeah. and praying be with people because many of our congregation are elderly and will be rightly very nervous about going out at all uh, and certainly not wanting to gather in a group and for them hopefully they've got the internet and hopefully they've got used to using the internet in in this way and and they can join with their other younger fitter brethren and uh, enjoying the service that way yeah any anyone at all who is fearful at this time or feeling vulnerable in any way they're encouraged not to come mm. we will continue to pray for them they're with us in spirit and their presence if they can join us online they'll be very welcome but the risk of coming and gathering in a large church with a number of other people, maybe just now mightn't be the time for that and wait and see. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, as you said, we might use this opportunity to remind them what church singing was like. Yeah. That, uh, you know, it'll become nostalgic after a while. I mean, it's four months nearly now it since is, we've had it. It is, yeah. yeah. And actually, one of the hymns, because I've been using for some of my services and that, and I know it's, it's part of your tradition as well, and it's a very good reminder that when we do stop and pray uh, that the presence of God is with us. So there's that lovely hymn, Be Still, mm -hmm. the Presence of the Lord. Yeah, we'll, we'll play it in just a minute, but I'll tell you, Jerry, that there are two hymns 
that actually send a shiver down my spine when I'm standing up singing them. And uh, that's one of them. It's a powerful song. Yes. Be still. Yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. Let's um, hear so it we, now. Went. And that was that gorgeous hymn, Be Still for the Presence of the Lord, sung there by the Huddersfield Choral Society. You're tuned to Be Our Belief here on Claire FM on this Sunday evening. tuned to Beyond Belief on this Sunday evening and you're very welcome and we were talking earlier about hymns and how we can't sing them in our churches at the moment so I mentioned that it might be a good idea if we played some hymns in Beyond Belief and so that's what I think we're going to do and I've got one lined up for you now And each week we could play a hymn and you'd be most welcome to get in touch with us and let us know a particular hymn that you'd like to hear and perhaps a dedication to people that you would normally be meeting on a Sunday and you can't meet now because of the restrictions that we're under. So you can get in touch with us by sending an email, probably the best way, to beyondbelief at claire.fm. So that's beyond belief, all one word, beyond belief at claire.fm. Do let us know. And so now let's have our first hymn, a real traditional one for this Trinity time. And we're in the third Sunday after Trinity today. And so let's have this one, Holy, Holy, Holy. And it's sung by the Liverpool Metropolitan Cathedral Choir. And that was Holy, 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 sung by the Liverpool Metropolitan Cathedral Choir. And I mentioned earlier that uh, there are two hymns that send a shiver down my spine when I sing them. And the first one is the one we played earlier, Be Still. And the second one is the one I'm about to play you now. And it's I, the Lord of Sea and Sky. And that's the one with the powerful chorus in it. Here I am, Lord, is it I you're looking for?
Well, that was the men and boys choir of St Albans Cathedral back in England. And I do hope you've enjoyed those hymns and, and maybe even sung along with them. Anyway, you can let us know your choice of hymn if you email beyondbelief at claire.fm. We invite you now to join us for a little time of prayer and reflection. And our prayer is led for us tonight by Father Liam Lawton. The Hope Prayer Lord, when a darkened sky surrounds me and sets upon my life, and the greying mist still lingers and haunts the coming night, let me find hope. And the cry of hearts and sorrows still echo in my heart, and I cannot face the evening and tomorrow is too far. Let me find hope. Let me find hope in different form and guise, in the warm embrace of lovers, in a sign from listening eyes, in the silence of a stranger who utters not a word, but comes to walk beside me in heart-to-heart reverbs. Let me find hope in the trusting of a child, in the silent pride of parents, or the rest of those retired, in hands that lift the weary, in fingers bent in prayer, signs of resurrection devoid of all despair. Let me find hope in the smallest simple ways, in the changing of the seasons in the birthing in the clay, in dew that cleanses morning, in dusk that calms the day. Let me find hope when children sleep contented, far from fear and dread, and peace is no illusion, but spins a silver thread where you are waiting, not far from heaven's edge. Let me find hope Before my soul departs, faith, hope, and love, your gift to every hopeful heart. voice of Father Liam Lawton there. And that brings us close enough to the end of our programme for this Sunday evening here on Clare FM. From all in the Beyond Belief team and from our guests, may we wish you a very peaceful night and may the blessing of God be with you in the week ahead. And our final piece of music that we leave you with tonight is simply a prayer of blessing. May God's blessing be with you. Slán agus Blessing be upon you now. May you know of his great love.